Last week, the breastplate of righteousness. And today, we look at feet. I did a wedding several years ago of a good friend of mine. He was in his 50s, never been married before. Married a girl in her 50s, never been married before. And I asked him how the transition was. I performed the wedding. And he said, it, it was odd what he chose to tell me. He said, David, she has a lot of shoes. <laughs> 50-year-old bachelors don't have an awful lot of shoes, most likely, but I'm not mentioning anything about my house. I'm talking about their house. She has a lot of shoes. Been in a footlocker. You see a lot of shoes. Swafford shoes, was a, it was simpler back then, Teresa. Although you all had a good selection, it wasn't the thousands of choices it is today. So we're talking about our feet, shoes. I, I looked up some YouTube videos about people not having proper footing and falling down. And I was going to show it, but we couldn't have shown it to you with sound. Well, sometimes when people fall, they say things you can't repeat in church. <laughs> Let's pray together. Lord, thank you that uh, we are here today. And thank you for peace that can be ours, even in a crazy world like this one is. Help us to stand firm. As we look at your word, help it to encourage us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So verse 15, having shod your feet with a preparation of the gospel of peace. The way that's worded is a little confusing. The word preparation, it's a little awkward the way it's translated. It simply means being ready or being equipped. And all these things is your feet should be made ready by being shod. That's what's being said. Uh, and on the bottom of a Roman soldier's sandals were spikes. Some say they could be an inch long, some say three inches long, depending on the terrain. If you watch much football, teams will travel and they'll carry all sorts of spikes depending on the field conditions. Athletes today wear football, baseball, golf. It's important to have sure footing. So what's it mean for us today? It says that we are to stand in peace. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That would be very, very nice if we could always have peace. And this is really talking about a couple of different kinds of peace. Uh, first, there's peace with God. And if you are a Christian, you have peace with God. He's not mad at you. You're on his team. You're taken care of. Everything's going to be okay. He's not your enemy. He's your friend. And you have peace with God. There's also the peace of God. And that's not all that. I can have peace with God. I can be a Christian, but I can still worry and have anxiety and fret and fear and not have the peace of God. That takes practice, doesn't it? That takes something that we have to put on every day. So it is possible to have peace with God, not knowing the peace of God. That comes with maturity. Daily, we have to make that decision. We have to do that through prayer. We have to do that through knowing His Word. We have to do that through walking with God. Let me share with you a couple of my favorite stories of peace. We were at University of Cincinnati Hospital, obviously in Cincinnati. 
with a family whose son had been in a four-wheeler accident. And Jeremy lingered for about a week until he passed. And we, you've done this with people you love. You've probably camped out at a hospital with a family in a waiting room. And we camped out for the week. I'd go home sometimes at night and go back the next day and we would just wait, hoping for better news, but it, it never did come. And so the decision was made to take Jeremy off of all of the support. He was in his early 20s. Mom, Lisa, Dad, David, about my age. And on Saturday, we were there, Jeremy passed. We all were in the hospital. And I remember standing in a hallway with David and Lisa. And I said, I've been here all week, and I need to go and get a sermon ready for tomorrow. What do y'all want me to preach on and I will never forget this as long as I live. Lisa looked at me and said, preach about peace. That's staggering, isn't it? Her son just died. And she said, David, preach about peace. Daniel mentioned the peace that passes understanding. I saw that in David and in Lisa that day. A different side of the coin. A few years ago, I did another funeral of a young man who died in an accident. And the father was having a horrible time dealing with it. He didn't have a connection to God. And I found out this weekend he was in the shootout. The shootout was police in Indiana. This was on the internet yesterday. A man surrendered to police after being shot during the standoff in Ripley County Friday. This was the day before yesterday, Friday. Authorities responded to a domestic disturbance at a home in North County Road 850 West in Holton around 5 p.m. We lived on 850 West. Then it mentions the name that I will not mention. 48 years old, had barricaded himself in the home when police arrived. Police say he exited the home, fired at least one shot at officers. An Indiana State Police Trooper returned fire striking the man. The man ran back to the home. He then surrendered without further incident around 10 p.m. He was flown to University of Cincinnati, where the first story came from, trauma center for his injuries. His current condition is unknown. That is the contrast. That's both sides of the poem from dealing with a very similar situation. And I think it's almost fair to say we can either have the peace of God or we can go to peace we can either have God's peace or we can fall apart. It is so important as a church family that we continue to pray for one another and continue to pray for David and Tammy Beasley and what they're going through. It is still very, very difficult. And they're going to have to choose every day about being at peace and having peace of God. They've already got peace with God, but they need the peace of God. Peace is so important in our lives. It affects our health. It affects everything we do. This is a long quote, but I think it's perfect. I read this week, it says, there are going to be dark moments in your life when you're deciding to stand in faith or not to stand in faith. I just gave you two examples of that, standing in faith and not. Every opportunity in the world will come to move you from the place of faith. 
You must plant your feet firmly into the soil of God's word and declare you're not going to be moved. You must be grounded in the peace of God, for only his peace will keep you in that place of confidence. The devil will try to persuade you not to believe in God and let fear arise, but don't listen to him. Be grounded in the peace of God. Maybe the devil is accusing you and telling you that you are not going to stand. Don't believe him. Stay grounded in the peace of God. The peace of God will keep you when Satan tries to shove doubt into your mind. The peace of God will guard your heart and mind, even when Satan is trying to make you lose your mind. Remember how we began in Ephesians 6? It's a spiritual battle and there is an enemy. And we have to have peace to be able to stand firm to know that God's going to take care of us. He gives us the ability to firmly plant our feet. Regardless of what we see, regardless of what we hear, we can be immovable. The peace of God gives us a firm footing. There's a story in our family about the death of my grandfather, Packy, my daddy's daddy. It was said, when he died, my grandmother, Maxie, sat at his bedside and sang the chorus to a hymn as soon as he passed. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall, I, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Remember that old hymn? That's what my grandmother sang when her husband of many, many years passed. That song, song is based on scripture from Jeremiah chapter 17. Beautiful words. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is <coughs> They shall be like a tree planted by water, sitting on its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when the heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. Because it's planted by the water, and it has leaves. You and I have the living word of God. We have the shoes of peace to stand firm. And do we need it? Well, let's look. Did you watch the news yesterday? Yes. Wasn't it good, everything about it? <laughs> not so much. There's an election coming up in about, what, eight days, nine days? Isn't it good, everything about it? Aren't you excited? Did your team win yesterday? Some did, some did. In this world, you're going to have tribulation. Scripture told us that. But he's also equipped us to stand, no matter what. No matter what. It was a miracle of God that my friend Lisa, after the death of her 20-year-old son, looked at me, and of all the things she said to talk about, talk about peace. She's firmly grounded, isn't she? We all want to be. But we have to choose to put them on every day to make it through in this crazy world. Let's pray.